Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. No Kawhi, no problem tonight. AfterBuzz TV Sports breaks down Game 6 and the massacre of the Spurs and Rockets. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Official AfterBuzz Sports music. Right. Yeah. The theme music. <laughs> hmm, let me see. I'm lost. Um, go to the homepage. Okay. Oh, well, AfterBuzz, duh. Mm-hmm. That's right. AfterBuzz is your home. That's what I'm talking about. Right. We're live, baby. This is what I do it's when we're live on AfterBuzzTV.com, the AfterBuzzTV YouTube page, iTunes, SoundCloud. Like and subscribing, telling your friends about AfterBuzz TV Sports as we break down game six of the Spurs and Rockets. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Tariff, Twitter at Josh Tariff. Full gang here tonight. First to my left at JJ the Talented, Mr. Josh Johnson. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? Find me on social media everywhere, JJ the Talented. Over on the other side, it is Miss Jill Monroe. You can follow me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. Also hanging out over there tonight, what is up, Miss Erica Davis? Hey, guys, I'm Erica Renee Davis. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Insta Story at Erica Renee D. And on the couch, because there's not enough room for him, they kick me on off, the guys. desk, me and he's busy daydreaming about what the Wizards can do tomorrow night. <laughs> it's it's D'Angelo Platt. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hit us up on the live chat. I'm right here. Just hit us up with any questions. Also, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at D'Angelo. That's D-E-A-N-J-I-L-O. And our head coach engineering us, hey. Mr. Josh Rodriguez. What's up, everybody? You guys can follow me at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. I'm excited for this panel. I like this at home. A lot. By the way, Josh, turn your, is there a way you can turn yourself up for the the viewing audience? Because I've been getting reports that no, like we can't hear you. Really? Yeah. How about now? Is this? Well, I mean, we can hear you. No, but I don't know if they can hear you. I mean, audience, can you hear me? If you can, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh <laughs> underscore Rodriguez underscore. People, people were that you were missing, but really the only person missing tonight was James Harden. Oh, James. Harden. Shots fired. Shots fired. Did I say that? Where's James? Uh, I love that. Where's James? Yeah. Where are you now? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, let's break down this game tonight, which game is a strong word mm. to describe it i guess spurs win 114 to 75 over the rockets they eliminate the rockets in six games they move on to the western conference finals to play the golden state warriors but no Kawhi leonard no tony parker but this just shows the excellent depth this team has which we've talked about in this show before yes, and how much better of a coach greg popovich is than mm. anyone else in the world <laughs> yeah, I think um, Popovich, I always say that Popovich is the um, the Belichick of the NBA. Absolutely. He takes the most underdeveloped talent and finds these diamonds in the rough and has depth upon depth upon depth. So even though I really expected for the Rockets, the way they came out game one to win this series, no one should ever be surprised that Popovich pulls this out of his ass year after year after year. So... I don't know. Yeah, can't say I, I'm shocked. I think it's it, it's a system. He's doing 
a lot of things right. He's got a system. It's it's kind of like Avon. It's like Avon. if you work the plan, you can maybe be a millionaire. Or Mary Kay. Mary Kay. Is that, is that what's better? Yeah, yeah, Amway. Mary Kay. Amway. And, and, those are and, and, and Rodin, Rodin and Fields now. Yeah, those people like, still Rodin and Fields. If you just work the system, you're going to get a championship. Or you're going to you're gonna win. If you just send your social security number, <laughs> pin number to that prince in Nigeria, right. you're going to be a millionaire. You could be a millionaire. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, that's for what me, I did. I didn't expect them to win. Not that I was counting Pop out. I just thought that the Rockets were a little younger, a little fresher. I think that Mike D'Antoni shortening his rotation. I know mm-hmm. that that's the way that they always play, but they actually had to expend or at least attempt to play a little defense this series. I think it hurt them when Nene went out. Um, I just overall, I'm really disappointed in the Rockets, and now it's going to start up that whole question mark again about Mike D'Antoni and his system and whether his system is really built for the postseason. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into but that and what the Houston's going to do in the offseason shortly, but we really got to... We got to start on a positive thing here, and I think the biggest positive out of this game was Lamarcus Aldridge playing like Lamarcus Aldridge should be playing. That's I right. mean, That's this man, thirty-four and twelve tonight, stepping up when the about team time. needed him the most. Yeah, because he's cupcake soft too. <sighs> yeah, you, 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 you. you I'm trying to be positive. I, I no. do not hate Lamarcus not like Aldridge. I am just disappointed that he rarely shows up. And and I think that Oregon sold the Spurs a dream. Like, yes. Or. Lamarcus sold the country a dream based on what he did in Oregon and at Portland. And he came to the Spurs and has underwhelmingly underperformed. Well, you don't think he was that good in Portland. I, I think he was just okay. I thought that Ooh. he I thought that he had the potential to be so much more, but it also seemed that he got in his feelings when it became apparent that Damian Lillard was going to be the best player on that team. It just his fit is always awkward. He seems to sulk, and when he's not completely happy, his game suffers a great deal. And I don't know what happened in San Antonio. That seemed like the perfect... That's like a, a layup. It was set up for him. Mm-hmm. You have Pop as a coach, a great team surrounding you. They want to use you in the post and get you you know, to your spot. You can extend out, shoot the three, but... Well, you, you brought, you brought up a great up. point there, because... When, when he was in Portland, he started out as the guy. Then Lillard show up, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, he's become the guy. So he Lillard was looking time. he was Follow looking for team. another place to go. He goes to the Spurs, where, in his mind, as the time he was going, he's thinking, okay, I'm going to be gonna number be one. Kawhi's going to be number two. Right. Think but so? then Kawhi emerged. So all of a sudden, he, he kind of turned into the same position that he was that in. He was true. Was in Portland. But do you think LaMarcus went to the Spurs thinking he was going to be the, the number yeah. one yes. option? I, I don't think. Wasn't it Kawhi Kawhi, mm. even when LaMarcus Aldridge came? Two years ago, he was just, I mean, he... They knew he was going to be a good player, but they Maybe didn't. Two years ago, he won the Finals MVP, right? Kawhi. Kawhi. No, Kawhi's never been the Finals MVP. Yeah, he was. Yes. yes. When was he the Finals MVP? When? Uh, last year. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so I don't. I don't think Lamarcus Aldridge came thinking that he would be number one. I, I do. Mean, in in I my opinion, I don't think so. I think that's a great point. I didn't think about that. I do. I think that he thought, yeah, okay, Kawhi had a great series. He's still a great complimentary player, but it's going to be kind of on me. And it didn't turn out that way. I think Lamarcus lacks leadership skills. I think that that's one thing. Well, I think the main thing that he was lacking was was confidence. And to me. This was the biggest game of his career because mm-hmm. now correct me if I'm wrong again. Portland has not been in the Western Conference Finals in quite some time. Right? No, we're so, talking Jailblazers. Right. Time. Right. So for him to be leading <laughs> the team when they're she, down, two both starters, teams played hard, and it just builds coming. So when Kawhi comes back, 
He's got to have all the confidence he can because he's getting ready to go up against Draymond Green. What What is Kawhi's um, prognosis as far as like, what they see playing? He's playing Sunday. They're, they're, they're yeah. saying okay. he's going he's to back. play. They're, okay. they're playing. It's just a matter of. I, he's probably not 100%, but he's going to be playing. And you know he's what? Back. I think that even yeah. speaks even more like volumes to Popovich, um, to his smart. Because, he, I mean, he could have tested Kawhi out. Because when yeah. Kawhi was walking into the arena, he looked a little gimpy, but he didn't look as if he couldn't go out there if they absolutely needed him. But, again, that speaks to the depth and the coaching um, genius that is Popovich and how he's able to put meet in the rotation and win right. a game right. if he needs to. Like I was like, Kawhi's out? No um, Tony Parker? Okay, game seven. You're right. It speaks more to him as a coach. Right. I think he, he knew a little something that we didn't know because without without Kawhi, I was like, okay, Houston has this game. Game seven, yeah. But then you see guys like Aldridge step up and then Simmons step Jonathan up. Jonathan Simmons, Patty Mills. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Who Who is... Who is Murray? Like, like was, this, <laughs> was the third, this was the third string point guard for the Spurs and he has 11 points and 10 rebounds yeah. tonight. Double-double. That's inexcusable. They do. Rebounds Rebounds were key for the Spurs because in in each of the wins they've had in this series, they out-rebounded Houston, and they had a heck of a lot more second-chance points. So them getting rebounds was a huge key for them in in each of their victories. But Houston has stereotypically been lackadaisical on defense. So that means, I mean... I mean, James Harden. When Trevor Ariza is considered your defensive stopper, no disrespect, he's decent on defense. But if that is, you know, where was Patrick Beverly? Like we're saying with Mills and Simmons and Murray, these guys are supposed to be the ones being guarded by Harden and Beverly. Right. And Eric Gordon, who was nowhere to be seen tonight. All their firepower was... Right. The Spurs played 13 guys tonight. 13 people played. I didn't even think that was allowed. <laughs> right. Can you have that many people on the team? <laughs> six six of 13 in double, fi- double figures. In right. Place. I mean, that's a balanced attack. Yeah. And considering that's a balanced attack when your best player is out and your floor general is out as well, mm-hmm. I mean, all you can do is say kudos to the Spurs. But do you think they can beat the Warriors? That's a question no. for later. They no. <laughs> can't, can't. But I, I, mm. I, but I'm not going to count them out from winning some a game or two in this in this next series. So like I count the, them out in this series. So you think the Warriors sweep is over? Oh, they ain't sweep. They're not going to sweep. No, they're, they're not. not I think for me, what's become what has become sexy and commonplace in Western Conference basketball play is perimeter play and I think that I thought that the Rockets perimeter play and the shooting three points lights out three pointers mm-hmm. was gonna kill the Spurs but this yeah I mean that first game I was like okay I know it's the first game but they played I just like the Spurs can't come back from this but to compare the Spurs now going to the Warriors that's the Warriors game too and I really think that Popovich and that team with so much depth can play old man basketball and make the Warriors play down to their speed mm. and still I hope all the games, but still at least two games. I think the difference between, well, aside from the obvious differences, I think that with D'Antoni shortening the rotation, I don't feel that his team was conditioned because they were having to exert a bit on defense, something that they Mm, they don't don't usually do. Um, They, you know, didn't seem to be in sync, and Harden really seemed to be winded. You could see it from... Going back to the fourth quarter, um, today is Thursday. What was that? Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Um, that he just didn't look like himself. Someone when I was talking to said that he looks a little out of shape for it, us to be this far into the playoffs. He looks like he's a little um, on the heavier side for his good playing Ooh. weight. I, you I know. think he's been. I think we've talked about Harden's weight before. 
It, it fluctuates. Not on the show, but I think it does fluctuate. He's got a little but belly. But you think he's kind of just exhausted? I think that he was exhausted. I think that they were not prepared to exert that energy. I really think that Mike D'Antoni did them a disservice, especially when you saw Lou Williams wasn't getting it going on Tuesday night and things of that nature by not opening up his rotation just slightly. They needed that. And I know that he, I'm sorry, throughout the playoffs, you know, the last couple of games, he shortened it down to seven. But I think that that was ill-advised. Yeah. um, uh, Stephen A. Smith on on SportsCenter, now I pretty much take everything he says with a grain of salt. But he brought up a really good point. A broken clock is right twice a day. Yes, yeah. And he and he brought up that James Harden looked comatose tonight. And I think that's a great way because he just looked lost. He did not look like he was there. He didn't look like he, he realized the importance of this game. Um James Harden tonight uh became had the fewest points ever scored in an elimination game in 25 years by someone who averaged over 25 points a game. Raise your hand if that's... <laughs> Look it. Right on time with the music. Raise your hand. Is that your MVP? Is that your is James Harden your MVP? Wait, 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 wait. We've talked about that. We've talked, that. That. We've talked about this on that show that everyone's going to forget that's the problem. that the award show because is in three so months from now. Late. Listen, I'm just pointing. Russell got a little tired at the end of his series as well. I think that even though there's super healthy conditioning, obviously has been an issue. It's kind of hard if you're carrying your whole team, maybe. I don't know, but... I mean, you know. So are you Russell saying was chucking up shots Are you saying that series. Harden shouldn't be MVP for regular season because of how poorly he played? Poorly he played. No. Okay. No, I'm just I'm just giving him a hard time because people are like, oh, they are tired. Da, da, da. My MVP for the bulk of the season has been Russell Westbrook. When yeah. you do something historic, triple double, something we never thought we'd see in our lifetime that we'll still be talking about 20 years from now, likely in this season, that's the MVP. So I just wanted to throw it out there I'm to all you. the Harden lovers. That's all. Why did James Harden only take 11 shots, though? Kool-Aid in his heart? Why did the Rockets only make nine two-point field goals tonight? Ooh, a- they choke. That's a choke. That's, that's a yeah. choke. It, it, it is. They it's, may- it's a choke. Yeah. And Harden, Harden with none. He didn't have a single two-point basket tonight. What was uh, what was his final stat line? Uh, James Harden's final stat line was ten points, ten points ten two points. of eleven from the field. That's a choke. Seven assists, that is, three boards. That's a choke. Uh, four of those ten points from the line. Six uh, turnovers Ooh. and six turnovers. And three of those turnovers, I believe, were in the first quarter. And he fouled out. Yeah, he fouled. Out. And he fouled. Out. <laughs> so I mean, so yeah. one, once again, quadruple, quadruple. Dewante Murray, eleven points. James Harden, ten. Ten points. Uh, uh, Whose jersey are you buying, people? <laughs> Here they go. What song is that? I don't know. Rihanna, where have you been? Uh, all my, I don't know. Where? <laughs> I mean, it's Rihanna and Calvin Harris, I think, oh, actually. I normally turn when I hear so, that. Shout out <laughs> to CJ Houston. He said, Russ went out fighting Harden, laid down like a punk. Right. right, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, and also, I say this on Sports Weekly, every Thursday night at 7 o'clock, PHL Sports Weekly. Make sure you watch. Um, <laughs> I say this all the time that I got really sick of um, James Harden's um, a, a, drawing the foul at three-point line. Like That is one thing that's been irritating me about him for years. And that, to me, makes him less dimensional than he could be. He depends so much on that play to get his points. And then when it's time for you to actually score and you're not getting the fouls, and I didn't watch the game because I was filming Sports Weekly every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Um, 
it, when you don't when you don't get those calls for you, like are you are you playing defense? Like what else are you doing on the court when you aren't getting the refs to suck your you know thing? Well, well, the, <laughs> the team is known for driving to the hoop and getting to the line. Houston led the league with in free throw mm-hmm. attempts, so. They took 25 free throws tonight, which was more than what the Spurs took. Okay. But for them, that's like half of what they normally do. Can I interject really quick? No. Yeah. Uh, so, no. Right. <laughs> As a head coach right there. Go ahead, coach. I just think it's this simple. I mean, you could break down the stats all you want. The, the fact of the matter is James Harden is basically the key that turns on the car, and he just you, – he, he you couldn't find the keys. The Rockets could not find the keys. So without that – Nothing's going to work. The car's not even going to run. So you can break down all the stats you want. The car was not turned on. There was no car moving out of the driveway. That is the Houston Rockets, and therefore they just got their asses handed to them. Yep. They needed Khaled. Who was the second leading scorer tonight for the Rockets? For the Rockets. Or the, who was the first leading scorer? Uh, so for the Rockets, Trevor Reza led with 20. Okay. And then... Capella with 15. Yeah, Listen, shout out to Trevor Ariza. That's L.A., UCLA, Westchester High School, and all of that. Yep. But when Trevor Ariza is your leading scorer, says a, a lot. And that's not meant to have any disrespect on it at all. Solid yeah. player, good for your bench. The only one really that plays defense besides Patrick Beverly for the Rockets. However, it's not going to be a good night. But you would think it would be without... Kawhi and Tony Parker. So everyone again. thought the Rockets were going to steamroll this game, and yeah, we're going to have a game really, seven. Yeah, yeah. The 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 game was prime for the Rockets without Kawhi and without Parker in Houston. Yeah, in Houston. So first. more fault with D'Antoni and his scheme, or does this strictly fall on your MVP captain of the team? One thousand percent, James Harden. Yeah, it's got to be your your captain. You only put MVP up eleven candidate. shots. Even if you that's not good. Even if your game is off, you need to put up twenty something. I can't. I'm looking at his stat line. I haven't seen a game where he has not put up has put up less than fifteen shots. So, this was his in his like, and I'm going like months and months. Yeah, back this was statistically his worst game of the season. Right. Tonight. Yeah. So. Was I, he just ready for big booty strippers and Instagram vixens? No, I. Oh. I, <laughs> I, I think it, it, it was just the wrong time. Maybe it was just the wrong time for him to have a night like this. No, I you think know, no. He was this back is at like home this in is Houston. A, maybe he went to V Live. Is that the, still the strip club in Houston? I don't know. What's he doing? <laughs> this know. is a this is Miami. this is a trend with James Harden, and I think like. It's like we have to go back to when he was a rookie in Oklahoma City. Like you mm. can go back two years ago when uh, they played the Warriors in the playoffs. In crunch time in the playoffs, he kind of disappears. So yeah. he doesn't have like that mental in, fortitude. In, I don't think he in does. The key games. He needs to yeah, holler at Kobe. Games. Yeah, he needs to talk to the Mamba. It he started needs to Kobe. and it started in this series in the fourth quarter from the last game. Like in the overtime game in the fourth quarter that's when he started to struggle and I feel like something clicked he was like oh snap we might win and he just kind of like I I thought that what it looked like what you saw um, in the final minutes of the fourth on Tuesday in overtime Mm -hmm. was him reverting back to his bad habits that you've seen so many times before Uh, and I think part of that was fatigue because for him to have the year that he's had up to this point just what makes you go that far off course from your game? What makes you just that timid all of a sudden? Maybe it's a mental thing. You know, may- yeah. maybe maybe he has not learned to step up to the plate under pressure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to give him an excuse. He's not my favorite player by any means, but fatigue, psyche, like maybe he's being psyched yeah. out. Maybe, maybe he can't arise to the occasion because he's getting cold to feet. Um, I mean, one, one you know, uh, consolation for the Rockets, their offseason is not bad by any means. Their biggest free agent is Nene. So mm. pretty much everyone on their roster 
that's been a big factor is going to be there again next year unless they decided to make some crazy trade. Oh, yeah. So they got that going for them. Um, they have two second-round picks. Don't have a first-round pick because that's what they gave up for Lou Williams. Right. Uh, so it's really a matter of, okay, going For the into, Rockets, yeah. not for the Lakers. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Hurtful. it's a ma- matter of going into this offseason, what can or what should Houston do to take that next up? Because they had a great regular season. They're one of the... Based on the stats, based on the win-loss record, they're one of the elite teams in the NBA, and everyone is staying put. So what should be their next step to break that home, get to the conference finals, contend with the Warriors? Who's their starting three? Their their big three currently would you probably consider Harden, Beverly, Beverly. and then um, um, either Ariza or Anderson. Yeah. And then yeah. Garrett Gordon and Lou Williams both come off the bench. I think it's they need to. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say they need to get some defensive-minded people right. on the bench. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that you could at least somewhere there has to be some defense to come from somewhere. I think that they can hold Pat, but the problem is is that they're in the West. The West mm-hmm. continues to get better, and so they're going to kind of just be in that holding Pat. What were they this year? Were they four? They're, they're they the were third, third, seed. third seed. Yeah. Okay. So I I think that I don't really see them moving up to one of those first two spots next season. I think that yeah, just... they'll probably hold steady at three. See, I I think the two spot is always up for grabs. I know I always go back to the Clippers, but I, I feel that the Spurs, Clippers, and the Rockets on any given Sunday could be the three. So, three. yeah, it could be the three. I mean, the two, I'm sorry, the two or the three, yeah. I guess I'm saying, because the Warriors are a cemented one for from now until forever. Um, yeah, but I, I feel like Rockets, Clippers, Spurs, could any of those teams could be the Three, oh, why, the two why, or the three. Why Clippers? Not the, anymore. They, they're going to be dismantled. Well, I don't know now. Now with the new CBA, I don't know that it makes sense for CP and for Blake to go to another team. But Blake needs and to go to another team. I, I think that that is part of the problem. He needs to change the scenery. Mm. I think that something is off. Like Blake and DeAndre would used to be, Houston be a good fit for that. I, I actually think Blake. Ne- that's where I think he needs to go. But, I think yeah, he needs to go home. Nice. But with yeah, the, with the new CBA. Players like CP and Blake would have to take substantial pay cuts to go to another team in the West and yeah. then still be behind the eight ball. Yeah. Like, if you go to another team in the West from the Clippers, you're still not better than the Spurs. You're still not better than the Warriors. So why would you take a pay cut and go to a team that still might finish lower than the Clippers would? Yeah. I don't know. It, it starts for this. But, I mean, but on the flip side of that is, I mean, we've seen people take pay cuts. And, I mean, it probably is the difference of, like, $40 million for somebody like CP3 or something huge. But if he really wants to win, you can always do one of those short deals, a two-year deal mm-hmm. someplace, and still get out of it. CP, and yeah, maybe. But um, Blake is, like, 27, 28. He's not taking a big pay cut Blake at 27, Blake needs to go away. We don't want him back. For the I Rockets, I'd say. Well, the Clippers are long gone anyway. Yeah. So, and now right, right. To be fair to the Clippers, the Clippers, when they're healthy, dominate the regular season. So it's not Thank you. outlandish to yeah. say they could be a two seed. They but two, three, for the yeah. Rockets, to answer your question, it starts and ends with James Harden. They don't need to do anything. James Harden needs to figure out how to Ooh. win in clutch time. The yeah, Spurs didn't win this drills. series. They did not win game six. They, they, the Rockets scored 75 points. Dang. There's no way you could say the Spurs. Like I, don't, I, I can't give Spurs too much credit in this game. Mm-hmm. Definitely to compete in the series. But the Rockets were a better basketball team. And I think that it, it – the fact that Harden didn't show up and no one else showed up in that game. And if James Harden doesn't figure it out, there's no there's no free agent you can bring in. That's your superstar. If your mm. leader doesn't know it, you're not going to know it. And you I better think that's go back to the desert this summer and meditate. You better call Kobe. Kobe said he's an open book, <laughs> man. Figure that stuff that out. Kobe said? <laughs> well, looking, looking into the next round now, because Spurs are advancing. They're going to take on the Warriors. The one and two seed in the West. Mm-mm-mm. What 
who do you think would be X factors for both teams? Obviously, we we know the obvious people of Durant and Aldridge and Kawhi and that. Mm. But like to me, if if Jonathan Simmons keeps playing like he's been playing these last few well. games, yeah. then he's gonna be a real fun battle with Iguodala. Those two guys coming okay. off the bench. Okay. So I'm I'm really intrigued in that matchup. Probably the mo- probably the most intriguing that besides the obvious matchups. Um, I think it's going to be a much closer series than people are are thinking. I four don't. Two. I don't. Oh, I say think four two. Yeah. Four two. Four two. I, I, I mean, I feel like the Spurs just. I mean, got lucky. Sometimes it just happens. I'm not taking you away from their talent or what they have, there, but they were not really supposed to come out of this series. I think. To- the spur no the uh, the Warriors are going to do what the Rockets should have done in this series, which is which is win run four them games, down. run them run down. Them <laughs> down. <laughs> you think they're going to sweep It's hard to believe the Spurs with, will get swept with the the right. firepower yeah. they have from three point from the three point mm-hmm. line. Just That's get all those runs up yeah. on them big, and they're not going to be able to back them down. Not well, do it. S- since since the Warriors have really exploded on the scene, so in the last three years, there have only been two teams that have beat them more than three times: the Cavs and the Spurs. Hmm. The Spurs know how to beat them. They might not be able to beat them in a best of seven series, mm-hmm. and that's what's most important. Here. Well, right, but I'm yeah, saying this game, this series is going at least six games. I yeah. I think, yeah, that's yeah. fair, 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 fair. Um, you were asking about X factor, Josh. Yes. Um, my X factor is not going to be a player. My X factor is going to be when Steph and Clay and Dre are all off from the perimeter. Like that's my X factor. Like. Because they, they've had they've had series where two of them have been in slumps, mm-hmm. and they're a much better defensive team than the Rockets. But like their prowess is scoring, shooting yeah. you out of the gym. Don't let um, Steph and or Clay have two nights where they're slumping. That to me is an X factor. Now we haven't seen that so far in in playoffs because they it haven't good enough. they yeah. haven't really been challenged. Yeah. And, I mean, but that's but, my X factor yeah. for this you next always round. Have Kevin Durant. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what makes them better. And then Draymond has been having an excellent Draymond is Draymond's the MVP of the playoffs right now. If his the X factor is is. If Pop can somehow get Mike Brown to have to do an adjustment, if it comes down to coaching, I was just gonna say yeah, and that's the only that's thing I got. Like, I'm like, no, Mike Pop Brown versus Pop. Mike Brown. Yeah, like then if you if you somehow make Mike Brown have to do his job, then I'm like, okay, maybe the Spurs will have a chance. That's but, the only way I feel like. But when can. does a coach ever have to actually coach the Warriors in the past? That, that's a question. Year or two. Yeah. That never even matters. I mean, we see what happened with Luke Walton. I agree. Josh, <laughs> and your Lakers. Yeah. What about? Oh, so, yeah. Parker Bradley on the live chat said that the X factor <laughs> is Powell and Kawhi's health, of course. Well, yeah, Kawhi's health, but yeah, Powell would be Powell's a great one too because I think he's been. He, I mean, he's been very quiet. I mean, tonight, mm-hmm. tonight he did have a double double. He had eleven boards. Powell had a double double tonight. Points. So don't call him double doubles though. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's obviously he's a solid player, but I just don't think that he's impactful. I, it's just. I, don't, I think he's past that point in as far as well, his career. I, th- I think that I think that could be another intriguing matchup, though. Off the bench, you will have McGee, young, mm-hmm. kind of crazy JaVale McGee, right. versus right. the old wise Pau Gasol. Yeah. Mm. And it's a matter of, will Gasol isn't, outsmart isn't him, or will McGee just old too, be athletic? Uh, huh? 
He just, is getting well, older. He, well, he, he's, he's, he's older, but he's yeah. just crazy athletic. Yeah. Doesn't okay. really. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't think before he jumps. <laughs> but I feel right. like he has enough help that if you get a little physical with Paul, Paul, um, it, it's gonna kind of leave him in his sorts and open it up a little bit for Shafael to look maybe better than what he really is. That, that's a good point. Uh, I think Powell. Um, consistently, I, I remember when he was with the Lakers. Like, if you rough him up a little bit, he'll get frazzled. Yeah, he does he'll get a little frazzled. Yeah. Just to be frustrated. But also, maybe he was a little bit timid when he was playing in LA because he had to kind of defer and cower to Kobe. And no, that, that was his BFF, though. They bonded over being. Let me you tell know, the you, yeah, Kobe, Kobe, was, Kobe was nobody's real BFF. <laughs> Kobe <laughs> on the court, and he cursed everybody out, everyone kowtowed to him. So Kobe, I, Kobe, I, Kobe's BFF was Kobe. Thank you, thank you, Josh. It's <laughs> not rocket they science. Were, to listen, that. no, yeah, they, they were as close as possible to be close with Kobe during that time period. They had a different type of relationship. But no. But there's still an intimidation They factor. had like a Steve Harvey and a staff relationship. Right. <laughs> no. Like you better rebound or you're gonna get cursed out of this slap speak in. to me in you the better, hallway. You better not talk to me unless we're on the court. Right. That's the only area where we can have a communication. Do not give me eye contact unless you're passing social. me the ball. That was his boy. <laughs> they were cool. Um well let let's look at the Eastern Conference right let's now. Let's not <laughs> right. Let's no, not. wait. Well, why why what, are you saying have, that, though? Like, let's talk about the collapse you yesterday. You guys got to go seven games, man. Yeah, you're but, down. But let's talk you're about down. the Was collapse. Was there a basketball you're game? You're down. Are you worried? Yeah, look at everybody. Wait a minute. I don't know why I'm standing up for your team. Like, are you Are you? Well, I have no, no, I have no faith in the basketball. I, mean, I would love us to win, obviously. Well, they so, didn't. Oh, so far this round, the home team has won every game. Game six is in Washington. So why are you not confident in your team? Because they didn't. They didn't play and inspire. They didn't. It's not about losing. It's the fact that they did not show up. They James Harden that entire game. Ooh. Like they, they didn't. I didn't see. We're I didn't coin see, that phrase. <laughs> yeah, they James Harden that, and I think that it's hard to get behind or emotionally behind a team that in a game where you know if you get ahead, you're ahead three two. It's hard to get behind a team like that that doesn't show up in an important game mm-hmm. like that. Even mm-hmm. if they win this game six, why would I believe they'll win on the road? That that game five was huge and. Nobody, not even John Wall, showed up. Well, because um, we were saying earlier that the Celtics suffocated him on defense. I yep. mean, I, again, I've said it before on Sports Weekly, but they're saying seven o'clock that <laughs> I did not believe that the Wizards even had a chance in this series. Period. Like I didn't even want to discuss it. I'm, ugh, I did. It's a waste of time. I feel. Well, I mean, no, these teams are these teams yeah. to me are are closer than any teams in the playoffs. I agree. I agree. I matched say, teams. Yeah. I agree. Very evenly matched. I think the key for. Um, the Wizards, if they're going to win, they have to keep the ball out of Isaiah Thomas's hands. They have to keep his mm. points low. They have to get the re- they have to rebound. And, and you need Bradley Beal to show up. Yeah, need Bradley Beal to show up. Who's the rebounding guy? I mean, Gortat. Oh, yeah, But yeah, but Bra- Bradley Beal, what you guys say? I mean, he's currently in the series. He's averaging just over 19 points a game, which is not bad, but it's not nearly as good as it should be for Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal is the guy who should be getting. Between 23 25. and 25. Yeah. What, to give the Celtics credit, though, Amir Johnson starting has he, – he's been the reason that they've suffocated John Wall mm-hmm. very well because they've – Shout out to Westchester High School. Another <laughs> did word. he go to yeah. – Yes, he did. Oh, really? Yes, he did. Westchester High School came straight yeah. out of high school. And so, his birthday is May 1st, same day as mine. He came straight out of high school? Yes, he did. Oh, he so he's that little last oh, he thing. <laughs> I think he just turned 30 or 31. He, he came out, what, 2005, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Okay. So what they, did, what they did at home to get rid of him is they got him in foul trouble. That didn't happen in Boston, and I think he, they got to get rid of him somehow. Attack him. We got to go talk to 
like post him up or more. It's like I think they'll have to do that in game six and get in game seven. Somehow get rid of him so they can have room on the fast break. Well, and the Wizards can't let Avery Bradley that, bust like, out a 29-point game. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, well, that's right. <laughs> but again, we were talking about depth with the Spurs. I mean, the Celtics in just in game five in particular, besides Bradley with 19, Thomas with a low 18 points, which is low for him. But then really Horford low. had 19. Crowder had 18. Um, Marcus Smart has been probably the most consistent player for yeah. the Celtics in the series. Yeah. Um, well, averaging like five, I mean, <laughs> seven points a game? Well, he's, aver- he's, only, he's averaging about nine points, but each game he's getting up also about six assists. And last game he had 11 rebounds. I bet you if you do those hustle points, I forget how they're calculated. Like the plus minus thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he would have a lot of the hustle points. Yes, he would. Um, I don't have that number in front of me because I don't know how they calculate that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, and the other really intriguing thing, because a lot of people have been talking about just the second round of playoffs in general, how it has not been overall entertaining. There have been 19 second round games. 17 of them have been decided by over 10 points. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Which is Sadness. ridiculous. That's boring basketball. That's very boring. But I think we're going to get another one of those tomorrow night in favor of the Wizards. Right. And that will hope, I hope, lead to a close game seven. No. I'm with you. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Know, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see I'm not interested yeah. in the East until it gets to, to Celtics-Cavs. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm just not... I'm not sold on, not sold on John Wall in the playoffs. You know, beat me up. Sorry. Uh, playoffs. I mean, playoffs is fair. I, <laughs> I'm not know, sold on John season. Wall. He's been balling out in the playoffs, though. Yeah. Why I mean, this is a great season. I've not. I've just. I've just not sold on him leading the Wizards out of out of this round. I just from the beginning, I was like, the Wizards. Okay, they'll get swept. I just didn't believe it. Oh, wow. So you're shocked that we won two games. I am. I, 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 yeah, I just, I mean, I don't know if it's because Isaiah, I mean, uh, um, Stevens, I don't, I don't know what it is. I just always Something and, about it, yeah. I, just, I felt that way about the Rockets. I don't look at, I don't, I I don't look at the Wizards, I don't look at the Wizards as a real contender. Why are you so convicted about the Celtics, though? Like, what about them? Is just, I, I because, so... because, because when Stevens got hired a few years ago, I was like, this little man is so smart, and he's <laughs> going to turn this franchise around, and he has consistently gotten that gotten the Celtics, Celtics better. I mean, they're one seed this year, but even when he came in, I, I followed his college coaching career, and I just, I really believed in him as a coach, and He's he's proven himself year after year after year. I like his coaching, but I just feel like the Celtics, as comprised, I don't have a lot of belief in them as a team. But, I'm scared to get swept mm. by the Cavaliers in the Eastern oh, Conference man. Final, well, personally. Yeah. I'd rather see the Wizards there because I think the Wizards will compete a little better. Me too. I don't think so. No, I, I, I do think the Wizards this year would give the Cavs this more year. competition. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, mm. the, the Celtics, just their team chemistry – is just phenomenal and their youth and the fact that they could very well score a free agent because they can still afford it thanks to Crowder's super cheap contract Mm -hmm. and the fact that they're going to have a top three pick in the draft yeah right (laughs) which which they can use as trade bait too if they got like Paul I would love like taking my wizards out of the equation it would be really cool to see Paul George go there and then whatever draft pick they get right it'd just be cool they shouldn't have wasted that money on Al Horford Ooh. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with Game uh, Six tomorrow night. Jill, do we have any news and gossip? We do. Arise. First, we're going to start off with a little. Did you know? So Ooh, I like those. Since we're inevitably <laughs> kind of looking ahead to Celt, um, not Celtics, Cavs, Warriors, um, just some things. So on shooting, right? Mm-hmm. The um, 
so far through, you know, because both the Cavs and Warriors are 8-0 in the playoffs. Um, what do you think their field goal percentages are? So I'll tell you that the A Warriors thousand. are for, the Warriors right. are at forty eight point five percent. What do you think the Caps are at? Higher than that, yeah, definitely higher. Forty nine point three. Okay, so um, there was some another stat. Okay, so the, for their big three, the Warriors are scoring sixty six point. I can't talk tonight. It's late. I'm sleepy. Sixty six point <laughs> five points per game. The Cavs. Where do you think they're at? Their big three. Their big three. Which is that, is that considered LeBron, Kyrie, and Tristan Thompson? Because that's what it is. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. it a big no, I think Very they're including Kevin, um, Kevin. If they're yeah. including Kevin Love, then I feel lower. like it should be lower. But right. LeBron's just been on a tear, and it's probably higher. Seventy-two. Mm. There it is. Dang. It's a lot of LeBron um, in there. Assists yeah. yeah. per game. Yeah. Warriors eleven point five. Cavs more. Only eleven more? assists per game. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're like combined from the big three or from what? For the big three. For the oh, big three. I was gonna These say, are just for the big three. I say Cavs fourteen. Yeah, I agree. You're good. Yeah. I didn't look either. No, I, I, right. I believe you. Not fourteen's right. a good number. This yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay, and so for rebounds per game. Oh, that's Cavs. Yeah, um, re- Warriors are sixteen. What oh, do you think Cavs are at? Nineteen. For the big three. Twenty. Yeah, they're 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 so. They're pretty evenly matched. So, I mean, the way that that's it's coming down three. on paper, yeah, the big, big three, that's the big three in general, then though. comes the others. But they the got four. The right. 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 It's four. So, I wonder, so. <laughs> four the cast. Four the <laughs> So, just a little thing. Okay, so two other quick little updates. Um, now, we know Draymond Green's been talking. I think he's been getting a little bit of unfair criticism because he has an opinion. and He's a shy guy. He's just talking a little bit, a little <laughs> bit. But Richard Jefferson unloaded some ether on his podcast um, to Draymond's criticism about the Cavs' opponents that they were playing. Mm -hmm. So this is Richard Jefferson's quote quote that was on his podcast. Somebody that decided to start a podcast after we did, because you know um, Richard Jefferson, Channing Frye, and a, a young lady have a podcast called Road Tripping that they do when they're away at road games and now Draymond has his um, so he said which I think is just um, decided to do a podcast after they did um, after we did to comment on the quality of teams we were playing I don't think that's very nice because obviously we know what Portland and Utah have accomplished this year or just in general I can imagine with um, Nurk being out Portland was not at full strength. With George Hill being out, obviously Utah wasn't at full strength. Mm-hmm. Mike Connolly being out a couple of years ago, full strength. Um, pointing out to what happened a couple of years ago mm-hmm. to the Warriors when they were playing um, mm-hmm. on their road to their title. Right. Cavs have not having Kevin or Kyrie at full strength. So at the end of the day, to criticize what other people are doing, I think it's just best you take care of whatever's in front of you. Thank you. But you should never criticize what other people are doing. You should never criticize what other teams are doing. At the end of the day, if you're not working with an efficient group of guys that are handling their business, then you should take... Oh, if you're working with an efficient efficient group of guys that are handling your business just take it but you should also look at have we been playing the highest level of teams every single year and everybody at full strength before you criticize other people so low base there, but there's there's one there's one area of that that I'm going to disagree with Richard Jefferson okay. on because James Harden just proved it tonight the fact that yeah players can be down mm-hmm. but you still have to come out with a game plan and execute it Yes, the Warriors have had situations where people have gotten hurt, but they could have got lazy. They could underestimate them and be like, "Oh, Conley's out. We got this in the bag." Mm-hmm. I mean, Steph, like was Houston, Steph was hurt last year. Steph was hurt last year. Houston was thinking, "Oh, Kawhi is out. We're bringing this to seven. No right. problem." And um, 
Josh, where did James or James Harden go? Do we know where I, James Harden? I, I don't. I don't have any more sound effects, but I. <laughs> oh, I can't oh. find him. I've been looking for him everywhere. Chat, all night, has the chat roll found him anywhere? I mean, maybe he's maybe he's in the chat roll. Uh, maybe he's posting a Bow Wow challenge. Maybe, maybe. Oh, maybe. And I, so, oh, oh and okay. I, I like I like Jefferson's point though because every team does depend on some luck, and I do think that the Warriors, the year that they won their championship. Got lucky and coasted. They, they they got lucky. I mean, I know you have to game plan for whether or not your opponent is healthy or not. But there was a lot of luck involved in the Warriors' first championship. So Richard Jefferson, I'm I co-sign. I, co- I co-sign his point. I, I mean, I think that they both have fair points. I'm not really mad at either. We, you know, let's just get the intensity up. He made some very valid points, but I think every team has a bit of luck that they deal with, especially when you're getting further and further into the season. You know, they're bored. They're ready to get to the finals. The Warriors yeah. have had a lot, but, but even look at the Warriors' path to to the finals, or to the Western Conference Finals this year. Like who they play? They play the Jazz last round. Come on, that's a joke. I agree. They play, oh, I completely disagree. They, I think the Jazz might have been the best, the best defensive team in the West. Yeah. That, but they, that was a joke for the Warriors. Like they, but they're the, young. The Jazz. They're could, very the Warriors they made that a joke. The Jazz are a good basketball yeah. team. Dream of yeah. matching the Warriors' intensity. And so first round they played who? I really don't remember who they played the first Port. round. Uh, Portland. Portland. Portland first round. Yeah. Also a joke. I mean, yeah. so like imagine. Portland's going to be a top four team next year. Imagine if, but With for Nerd. this year, imagine if the Warriors had to play the Rockets first round. Imagine if the Warriors had to play, you know, OKC first round like they've gotten super lucky so let's let's not... I, th- I think if the Warriors played OKC first round it would have been the same results as they played Portland I think they would have swept them I think they would have swept they, OKC they killed them during the regular season yes they did but I mean but, that's that's the playoffs you play the easy teams in the first round one plays eight that's how it works but not always not always going back to 2015 when Clippers and War. I mean Clippers and Spurs played that that was like a finals that was like a West Conference finals that that was a that was a 4-5 it was 3-6 I think it was a 3-6 yeah. Were the Clippers? A, oh, the Clippers were a six seed. No, we were. No. The, we were the three seed. Oh, mother. the Spurs were a six seed. Yes, the Spurs were a six. That don't even sound. Right. I, mean, that sounds weird, three, right? I don't even believe but that. That's why I, I gotta look that that's up. That's why I was just <laughs> telling you guys that the Clippers, Rockets, you know, going back, Clippers, Rockets, Spurs, all they all be they could all be two or three, whatever. But um, <laughs> it's the truth. Um, but yeah, I think that there are instances in which the first rounds can be tough for people, and the Warriors have have circumvented that very successfully and very fortunately. To your point, 10-year anniversary of the We Believe team. Um, which one? Warriors? Um, Brandon Warriors. Davis. Uh, Baron Davis. Yeah. And the Mavs. Yeah. yeah, it happens. It oh, happens. Not, no, no, no. Not, not the we, well, it's the We Believe team, but the Mavs, they would have already knocked them out by this point. I right. can't remember who they played to knock them out, but yeah. It happens. It, it happens. <laughs> it does. So, it does happen. Well, you know, because by this point in the Almost season, like to, this day, they, we were in the happened second Almost to the Celtics round. that you love and Ray John Rondo didn't yeah. get hurt. True indeed. Right. They would have taken I don't. I don't know why. I'm not. I'm low on my wizards right now. I don't know why you're so high on the Celtics. I just don't. I don't get it. I mean, they are our number one seed team. All right, well, because we'll let, of the Cavs. Well, let, let's quickly go around the room. Or number two seed <laughs> team. All right. Qu- let's quickly go around <laughs> the room. D'Angelo, will there be a game seven in the second I'm round? I'm depressed. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying yes. Josh. Yes. Joe. I'm saying yes. Wait. Second round what? Uh, no. Game seven in the second round. Seven. So will the Celtics Wizards and Wizards Celtics. go seven? No. Okay, Josh Rodriguez. It is right. Absolutely. I hope you're all, all right. right. So, so we'll see what happens, and we'll be breaking it down, of course, for you here on AfterBuzz TV Sports, and of course, the conference finals and the draft lotteries next week. So lots and lots of stuff Ooh, that's going to be breaking down. But in the meantime, you can talk to us on all various forms of social media. <laughs> Erica, how can people reach out to you? You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Insta Story. I do fun things on Insta Story. You should watch. Like Erica, play the piano. She's like very piano. talented. <laughs> Erica Renee D. Hey. I'm Jill Monroe. You can find me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. 
I'm Joshua Johnson. Find me all over social media at JJ the Talented. Yo, shout out to the dog ISO 1000, CJ Houston, Dean Noel Clayton for being popping on the live chat. Thank you for joining us. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, D'Angelo. That's D E A N J I L O. Coach Rodriguez. What's up, guys? You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Once again, actually, hold off on the Western Conference, Eastern Conference schedule. We'll let you know. Um, obviously, we got to do a couple less shows because there's less games. But no. thanks for watching. Yep. Right. And you can follow me on Twitter, at Josh Tariff. And for all your other AfterBuzz TV news and gossip, follow them on Twitter, at AfterBuzz TV. Thanks so much for tuning in this week for everybody here, because there's a lot of us. <laughs> I'm Josh Tariff. We'll see you later. Deuces. Where's Jane? From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.